This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, fair and 45 at the KVOM studios. Today is Wednesday. It's the 12th of April, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We'll have sunny skies today, a high of 77. A few clouds tonight, our low 52. Sunny on Thursday, up to 76. Thursday night, 54 under a clear sky. And then Friday, sunny and breezy with a high of 80. There's a chance of rain in the forecast on Saturday, but we'll be back to sunshine and low 70s on Sunday. Outside now, it's fair and 45 at the KVOM studios. Let's take time to congratulate our KVOM employee of the day today. It's Janice Seacrest with the Conway County Center for Exceptional Children. Obituaries this morning, Ethel Gradine Burge, age 74, of Conway, has died. She was a member of Antioch Baptist Church in Conway and a member of the NEA. She was a teacher for 28 years, 16 years at Menifee, and the remainder of her career in the South Conway County School District. She is survived by her husband, Jack Burge of Conway, son, Brett Burge of Oregon, daughter, Kristen Burge of Conway, two grandchildren, one brother, one sister, along with nieces, nephews, and many friends and families. A celebration of life for Ethel Gradine Burge will be held Saturday, April 15th, 10 a.m. at the Red Cup Celebration Center. Arrangements are by Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Conway. In lieu of flowers, donations may be made to the Peach Springs Ministry of Calvary Baptist Church in Lake Havasu City, Arizona. Hobart Conley, age 99, died on Sunday, April 9th. Funeral service will be this afternoon at 2 at Bethel Baptist Church. Burial will be private with arrangements by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Shelley Ann Swink Griffiths, age 55, has died. There will be a private service held at a later date with arrangements by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. K. Diane Erdley Hutchison, age 71, of Moralton, died on Friday, April 7th. Visitation will be Thursday, April 13th, 2 to 4 p.m., with funeral service following at 4 at Union Baptist Church No. 5, Bruce Street, formerly Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home, with Brother Sonny Harvison officiating. Arrangements are by Nils Rosewood Funerals and Cremation of Moralton. Rhoda Faye Norwood, the infant daughter of Nick and Laney Norwood of Old Hickory, died Friday, April 7th. Graveside service will be held this afternoon at 2 at Robertstown Cemetery with Brother Scott Roderick officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Shirley Elizabeth Rowell Vaughn, age 90, of Little Rock, died on Sunday, April 9th. She was a widow of Dr. T.C. Vaughn. They moved to Moralton in 1959 to open Dr. Vaughn's dental practice. She opened a craft shop in Moralton and for a time owned and operated a tanning booth and body sculpting shop in Russellville. She moved to Little Rock after her husband's passing in 1997. She is survived by three children, Valerie Susan Peck of Moralton, Thomas Calvin Vaughn Jr. of Little Rock, and Martin Lee Vaughn of Clinton, eight grandchildren, and ten great-grandchildren, among others. A family graveside service for Shirley Elizabeth Rowell Vaughn will be held Friday, April 14th, 10.30 a.m., at Elmwood Cemetery in Moralton, arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 7.35, it's fair and 45 at the KVOM studios on our way to a high of 77 with sunshine today. 
KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736, fair and 45 at the KVOM studios. Details of an anticipated plan to renovate two abandoned downtown Moralton buildings and the adjacent vacant lot at the corner of Broadway and Division Streets for future public use were revealed Tuesday morning. At a gathering on the property attended by area children, city officials, and community members, Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer announced the property will be converted into an annex of the Conway County Library, specifically for children's programming. What we're going to do today is we're going to turn this piece of property into a children's library. This is a 10,000 square foot building. Our children's area of the library is growing. We have a director now that's that's having summer programs and we have to go outside and use the Presbyterian Church. We have to use their building sometimes. So now we're going to have 10,000 square feet to host programs for our kids. I know that, uh, you know, this has been a topic of discussion around town for a long time and I was just glad that we finally today could say that we're going to make something happen here. Library Director Jay Carter said that he's excited about the opportunity that the new facility will provide for the children of the community. As Alan said, this is a big thing for us, and we're kind of excited and nervous about it at the same time because it's, it's a big undertaking, and it's, it's not going to happen overnight. We still haven't planned out exactly what we're going to be doing over there other than having programming over there. As Alan said, this is a win-win. And I thank everybody for coming out, and I look forward to seeing the progress with you on this soon-to-be-beautiful building. There's a lot lot of work to do, and um, let's get started. The city already owns the vacant corner lot where the former Merle Norman and Moore building was before it collapsed in 2011. The owner of the two adjacent buildings, Kay Osborne, recently donated those buildings to the city for the library's use. Funding to renovate the property comes from a $400,000 donation that was made to the library by Johnny Mom in 2012. Because of that generosity, the mayor said the new annex will be named after her. In addition to a makeover of the building's interior, Mayor Lipsmeyer said the exterior wall will be fit for a mural to be painted and a playground will be installed on the outdoor lot. The mayor thanked Osborne, the city council, and the Conway County Library Board for making the project a reality. The Moralton City Council has approved a set of guidelines relating to the operation of villages to house visitors coming to the city for the 2024 solar eclipse. At the group's regular monthly meeting Monday, council members approved all three readings of a temporary use permit ordinance establishing regulations for the eclipse. Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer says a lot of work went into getting the details ironed out and it's an ordinance that will be very vital to the city's role in making the eclipse a fun and memorable experience 
for everyone who comes to Moralton for the historic event. We've had several meetings on this. I want to thank the guys. We've had several lunch meetings. We're coming out and we're making this a priority to get this right to, so we can uh, not have so much chaos. We'll be safe. We'll keep these villages here because when I started in 2017 going around to the hotels, asking them if they would book out early, they, you know, I found out that there's only 200 hotel rooms. That's not any kind of impact for us. The impact's going to come out of these villages and people uh, camping and, and bringing in their tent, which is well, a lot of these people operated Eclipse anyway. The only other action taken under new business by the council on Monday was approval of a resolution declaring Good Friday, Juneteenth, Columbus Day, the day after Thanksgiving, and December 27th as city holidays. Discussion on an ordinance amending the Animal Control Ordinance passed last year was tabled until next month's meeting. The Arkansas Department of Agriculture is still accepting applications for the 2023 Arkansas Century Farm Program. This program recognizes Arkansas families who have owned and farmed the same land for at least 100 years. Online and printable applications are available at agriculture.arkansas.gov, and there is no cost to apply. To qualify, Arkansas farms must have been owned by the same family for 100 years by December 31st of 2023, and the farm must be at least 10 acres of the original land acquisition and make a financial contribution to the overall farm income. Qualifying Arkansas farms will receive a personalized Arkansas Century Farm certificate and metal sign listing the farm name and year established. Arkansas is home to more than 42,000 farms, of which 96% are family-owned and operated. Since the program began in 2012, 568 farms have been certified. Arkansas Tech University has been notified by the Arkansas Department of Education that it has received grant funding to offer the ATU Online Teaching Academy for a third consecutive year. The $400,000 grant for the 2023-24 academic year will allow ATU to provide 15 hours of graduate course credit to 50 public school teachers seeking to improve their skills in delivering online curriculum. Due to scholarship funding provided by the Arkansas Department of Education grant, program participants will have the opportunity to earn all 15 hours of graduate course credit available through the ATU Online Teaching Academy at no cost. Individuals who complete the ATU Online Teaching Academy earn a certificate in online teaching. Academy completers are also eligible to stack their earned 15 hours toward the 30-hour ATU Master of Education degree in Instructional Technology or other degrees at Arkansas Tech. For more information, interested applicants can send an email to tcullen at atu.edu or call 479-880-4401. 7.42, let's check markets. Here's Kirsten Craddy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, stocks closed higher on Tuesday as investors await U.S. inflation readings and the start of earnings seasons later this week. After moving substantially slower on March, government bond yields have stabilized more recently. The two-year Treasury yield, for example, is back above 4% after falling to 3.75% over the last few weeks. This comes as market forecasts for a 0.25% rate hike as the federal Reserves May meeting have now increased to a 70% probability. Meanwhile, the VIX velocity index, often considered the Wall Street fear gauge, has also moderated, now under 20, after spiking as high as 27 in mid-March.
The Dow closed at 33,684 and was up 98 points. NASDAQ closed at 12,033 and was down 52 points. Volume was heavy as 1.6 billion shares traded hands on the big board. AT&T was up 12 cents at $19.69. Bank of America was up 77 cents at $28.71. Deere & Company was up $3.50 at $380.83. Entergy Corporation was down 57 cents at $110.44. Under Armour was up 1 cent at $8.31. Simmons Bank was down 10 cents at $17.02. Regions Financial was up $0.09 cents at $18.15. Southwestern Energy was up $0.01 cent at $5.28. Tyson's Food was up $1 at $62.05. Walmart was down $0.44 cents at $150.07. LiveRamp was down $0.05 cents at $22.86. Interpublic Group was up $0.20. 20 cents at $37.27. Next to our energy was down 9 cents at $78.34. Natural gas was up 45 cents at $2.21. Precious metals were higher today with gold being up $15 at $2,018.80 and silver being up 29 cents at $25.20. I'm Kirsten Craddy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, downtown Marlton. Taking a look at our community calendar, the annual Conway County Spring Cleanup is underway through Saturday. If you live in the unincorporated communities of the county, elderly and disabled residents can still call the county judge's office today for home pickup. All others take their items to any county fire station Thursday through Saturday. Now, there's no curbside pickup in the city of Moralton. Residents can take items directly to the street department today or tomorrow. At Menifee, Call-in for elderly and disabled residents continues today. Pickup is Thursday and Friday. Items can also be taken to Menifee City Hall. The City of Plummerville pickup for those who called in last week continues through today. Items can also be taken to the Plummerville Police Department. And the City of Moralton Landfill will be open this Saturday from 7 until 3 for free dumping for all Conway County residents. Area residents and business owners are invited to join the West Central Workforce Development Board at their next meeting. Tomorrow morning at 10.30 at the Greater Hot Springs Chamber of Commerce. They'll take a deep dive into the workforce training opportunities in local communities. You'll also be able to get connected with key leaders in workforce development within the region. The Perryville City Council will meet Thursday night at 6.30 at the Perryville City Council meeting room. The Workforce Innovation Opportunity Act local plan for the West Central Arkansas Workforce Development Area is available for review and comment. Interested parties may contact David Moore at 501-302-5024. For more information, comments must be received no later than 3 o'clock this Friday in order to be considered. The Petty Jean Garden Club will hold its annual plant sale Friday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. in the multi-purpose building at the Conway County Fairgrounds in Moralton. A wide variety of plants will be available in flats, pots, and hanging baskets. And for more information, call Joyce at 479-209-3919. The Center Community Foundation is having a donation drive for tornado victims in Wynn. Donations of toiletries, canned goods, non-perishable items, clothes, and money may be taken to the Conway County Courthouse, Robertson Tire Service, or to Danny's Electronics by Friday at 4. Riverview Baptist Christian School in Opelo is hosting its annual Spring Fish Fry this Friday. On the menu, catfish, hush puppies, 
fries, slaw, baked beans, dessert, and a drink. It will be served in the school cafeteria, 4.30 to 7. Carryouts are available, and the cost is a donation to the school. You can place an order in advance by calling 501-215-1752. And the second annual Trey Lovell Memorial Cornhole Tournament, benefiting Special Olympics Arkansas, will be held this Saturday, starting at 9 a.m. at the Rock in Blackwell. Entry fee is $50 per two-person team, which includes lunch. The spectator fee is $5 at the door, which also includes lunch. Registration can be completed through the Scoreholio app or by calling Brooke at 870-672-2672. Well, did you know that you can hear KVOM's News Watch whenever it's convenient for you? It's available on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 748, it's fair and 45 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we'll visit with Cindy Lucarella with the Conway County Care Center. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning Newswatch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVOM's Newswatch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. The Marlton High School softball team is now 5 0 in 4 A 4 conference play after the Devlogs got a 14 0 run roll victory over Walgren on the road Tuesday afternoon. Sophomore Aubrey Henderson got the start in the circle for Marlton and allowed just four hits, no walks, and two strikeouts. Offensively, senior Cheyenne Kemp hit her. Fifth home run of the season. Senior Olivia Self at three hits, including a triple, and freshman Tessa Bratton, senior Madison Garrett, and junior Sophie Warman had two hits apiece. Devil Dogs' eighth consecutive win improves the team's overall record to 12 and 1. They'll play a non conference game at Atkins on Thursday. Marlton High School baseball team improved its record in the 4A4 to 4 0 with a 15 nothing win over Walgreen on Tuesday. Devil Dogs now 8 6 overall and will host. Danville for a non-conference game on Thursday. Junior Jacks Andrews had three hits, and sophomore Jude Congray and freshman Nick Webster drove in two runs to lead the Nemo Vista High School baseball team to a 14-4 run roll victory over Sacred Heart on Tuesday afternoon in Centerick that keeps the Redhawks firmly on top in the 1A4 conference race. Senior Patrick Perry and freshman Kristen Williams each had two hits, and sophomore Lane Jones scored four runs for the Redhawks. Sophomore Lane Honeycutt had six strikeouts and three innings to get the win on the mound for Nemo Vista, who's now 10-6 overall, 6-0 in conference play. Seniors Peyton Paladino and Weber Holzman each had two hits for Sacred Heart, while Holzman, freshman Ethan Grilling, and Cooper Beavers and sophomore Luke Paladino each had an RBI for the Knights, who fall to 0-6 overall in the season 0-5 in the conference. Both teams continue conference play on Friday. Sacred Heart will play a doubleheader at Wonderview. Nemo Vista will play at St. Joseph and Conway. The Nemo Vista softball team also earned a run-roll victory over Sacred Heart on Tuesday, beating the Lady Knights 19-4. to 
Sacred Hearts now three and five overall, two and four in the 1A4 conference with a non-conference game at Perryville scheduled for Thursday. Nemo Vista improves its record to nine and six overall, four and two in conference play, and they'll continue conference play on Friday at St. Joseph and Conway. Wonderview's baseball and softball teams both picked up 1A4 conference wins over Guy Perkins on Tuesday. The baseball team beat the Thunderbirds 14-1 to prove its record to 11-3 overall, 2-2 in the conference. The Lady Daredevils won their game 6-1 and are now 9-3 overall, 4-0 in conference play. The baseball team will travel to Greenland for a non-conference game on Thursday. The softball team will continue conference play at Sacred Heart on Friday. St. Louis Cardinals scored four runs in the seventh inning and three in the ninth to rally for a 9-6 victory over Colorado on Tuesday night in Denver. The win is just the second and the last eight games for the Cards, who are now 4-7 and seven on the season. They'll play the Rockies again today. First picked at 2.10 p.m. with pregame coverage at 1.15 on Motown Radio 92.5 FM and AM 800. Robbie Denervic connected for a two-run walk-off hit in the bottom of the ninth inning, keeping the Arkansas Crowlers perfect on the season with a 6-5 win over the Springfield Cardinals last night at Dickey Stevens Park. Crabs and Cards play at 11.05 this morning in North Little Rock. The fifth-ranked University of Arkansas baseball team throttled Little Rock 21-5 in seven innings last night at Baumwalker Stadium. Razorbacks now 26-6 on the season. They'll play the Crogans again today at 4 p.m. The 11th-ranked Arkansas softball team lost to Central Arkansas for the second time this season, falling 4-0 last night in Conway. Arkansas is now 28-12 on the year. They'll host UAB this weekend in Fayetteville. 7.54 now as we look at weather on this Wednesday. And we've got humidity at 100%. Calm winds, barometric pressure 30.17 inches. Our low temperature this morning, 43 degrees. High yesterday, 76. A year ago today. The low was 66, the high was 80. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year 22.62 inches. Sunset this evening is 740. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 642. And forecast calls for continued nice weather through the end of the work week. At least a high near 77 with sunny skies today. Increasing clouds tonight, low around 52. A mostly sunny day tomorrow, high near 76. Then around 80 for the high on Friday with mostly sunny skies. There's a chance of rain on Saturday, but looks like uh, just Saturday and maybe into Saturday night. Sunny skies again on Sunday. Right now we've got fair skies and 46 degrees in Marlton. 755 on KVOM Newswatch continues. In Are you ready moment. to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face to face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Approaching 759 now on KVOM. And it's time for our close-up interview this morning. We're joined in studio by Cindy Lucarello at the Conway County Care Center. Good morning to you, Cindy. Good morning, Eric, and good morning, Conway County. All right. That is a great uh, great segue. That's what Mr. Uh, Mr. Chambers would always uh, start off with when he was in here, and we're going to talk about uh, the Raymond Chambers Memorial Serial Drive uh, today because that is 
coming up. We hinted at it, I think, last time you were here, but we are uh, fast approaching the dates for that now. What, what are the, the details for the drive this year? Uh, it kind of has begun. I believe a lot of our flyers have gone out. Um, if anybody needs a flyer, you can contact us. We can get you one. And it'll kind of culminate the week of Teacher Appreciation Week, May 8th through the 12th, I believe is correct. And it is in honor of Raymond Chambers. All right, yeah, who did so much for uh, obviously the care center and uh, certainly the uh, the school system here and, and children. So putting all that together, and uh, obviously this is a kind of a collecting effort that uh, all the schools get involved with, and that, that that's what's great about it. Yes, we'd love for all the schools to be involved, and it just really helps us make it through the summer with cereal with all the kids being home it just it's just necessary yeah absolutely and uh, you always i know encourage business or, or and organizations and any, anyone in the community to uh to take part how, how can how can others get involved you can buy some cereal you can drop it off at the care center on tuesdays wednesdays or fridays or you can even drop it off at haynes ace hardware uh they are going to have a, a bin over there also for collections so if you can't get to us, you can go over there. Or if your business wants to challenge another similar business, that is awesome too. That's that's worked well in the last couple of years. All right. So yeah, you start getting that cereal now, and uh, kind of at uh, what second week or so of May, you said eighth through twelfth. Uh, yes. Kind of when it all ends, and the schools get uh, have nice little competitions, have some fun with it. So I know they'll they'll collect a lot, and uh, as you said, get uh, hopefully get you through the summer as far yes. as the, the cereal needs there at the at the care center and the, the food pantry uh but how how are how are the things going at the uh at the the thrift store i guess we're in the spring season now so. we are yes we're in the spring season and have all our spring stuff out um always need your donations same thing drop off tuesdays wednesdays and fridays uh, we we can't do this without you Right. And every every little bit helps. So if you're doing some spring cleaning, stay local, support local, bring it over to the care center. There you go. Absolutely. All right. So Cindy Lucarello with the Conway County Care Center. And uh, if they need any more information on the serial drive or anything else, what's the best way to uh, get in touch with you or someone? Contact us at 501-354-1454. All right. Good deal. We get everything everything covered. I think so. All right. Good deal. Well, thank you so much for coming in, and we will talk to you next time. I guess next time we talk to you, we'll be kind of wrapping up the, uh, the serial Yes, drive, hopefully so. I'll have some numbers. Good yeah. deal. All right. Thank you so much. Once thank again, you. Addison E. Lugrillo, Conway County Care Center, 802 now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.